strictness about the content indexness. Facebook ad issues. You're not alone. Apparently, a lot of people are experiencing. There was some sort of snafu. Snapchat launches Snap Connect. Oh my God, your life will never be the same. Sasha Baron Cohen's scathing tweet Do you care? Twitter labels 12 Trump tweets as misleading as a surprise to no one. Influencer marketing tips. Uh, spoiler alert, they're common sense. Social media responds to Alex Trebek's typo. Fix that. Rest in peace, Alec. We love you. Hey, guess what? Show starts right about three, two, one. Okay. Google more strict about indexed content, really? Did you know? That uh, according to searchenginejournal.com, ever since the May Broadcore update rolled out, Google has been a lot stricter about what content they'll spend their indexing resources on. <gasps> if you watch videos online, you'll see people, SEO people mostly, talking about how you should only create the, only, the best content ever. All content should be the greatest possible content. Well, if you're like most people, you don't have time to spend all month creating one piece of content. That being said, this is the reality we happen to find ourselves in. Back to the article. It seems they're done with being fed low-quality content, rightfully so. I mean, it's not surprising, is it, that uh, Google is over it when it comes to having to index garbage now, we've talked about zombie pages before on the show, which is to say you have most likely many pages on your website that are garbage. They're uh, blog posts from 2016. Here's my problem with zombie pages. You go back and you delete those zombie pages. Guess what? The links that you created to those pages are now broken, so you'd have to go redirect them. Doesn't make more sense to simply focus on quality content moving forward. Now, everybody is saying, oh, give me 1,000 words, give me 1,800 words, give me 2,500 words. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to spend all of your time knocking out ridiculously long-form content and then promoting the heck out of it? Is that the plan? If so, you would need quite a large budget, a lot of time, and other social media posts that aren't your blog posts to fill up your Facebook, Twitter, etc. Mm-hmm. Back to the article. The downside of this is that it looks like there's a lot of collateral damage. Uh apparently. While most established authoritative sites can still get anything to rank, that's true, the little guy or gal now needs to work twice as hard to get Google's good graces. What's made this even more tricky is the fact that a few weeks later, Google started experiencing indexing issues. Many SEO professionals thought the issues they were having were related to this, but after it was resolved, their indexing issues persisted. So you are not alone trying to get your content indexed in Google in 2020, may I make a couple of recommendations. Number one is uh, going live is a good way to get the word out. Voila, here I am. Uh, number two, if you go live on YouTube and Facebook at the same time, if you simulcast using something like Restream, well, there you have it. You're on multiple locations. We're also on LinkedIn. And you can use Buzzsprout to turn your show into a podcast uh, which people can obviously listen to on iTunes, Spotify, and a number of other podcast platforms. iHeartRadio comes 
to mind, which is to say, if you have a live show on YouTube, that simulcast on LinkedIn, Facebook, there's three links for you. Hey, guess what? Now you have a podcast. You share that on 11 different podcast platforms through Buzzsprout, and now you're building 15 links per show. So if you want to talk about 2020 link building, there you have it. Now, if you want to get really aggressive, you can create YouTube videos that are about the blog itself. So if you go to an 1800 word blog masterpiece, uh, then uh, you can clearly see um, a video, tons of photos, that sort of stuff as uh, increasing the likelihood of you getting indexed in Google. My Skype's blowing up if I seem distracted. That's why. As Facebook works to manage the ongoing tension and confusion around the U.S. election, it seems that something may have gone awry with its ad processing systems, according to socialmediatoday.com, which has caused some major headaches for marketers over the past 24 hours. So if you're having some, if you're having some glitches with Facebook ads, it's not just you. In the afternoon yesterday, U.S. time, Facebook acknowledged that a high number of advertisers were experiencing issues with their accounts such as ad rejections. This came after a flood of complaints on Twitter as social media managers worked to deal with the problems. In fact, according to one analysis, Google search queries for Facebook ad account disabled jumped 1,050% in just a few hours yesterday, underlying the scope of the issue. So if you're running Facebook ads and you're experiencing some drama, let it be known that you are not the only one. Snapchat is launching Snap Connect, again, according to socialmediatoday.com. Snapchat has announced an expansion of its Snap Focus Marketer Education Platform. This is code for a system that I do believe is trying to get you better at uh, running ads. It's got a new element called Snap Connect, which features a range of expert insights as part of more advanced courses on how to use the platform for direct response campaigns. For the first time, this is a quote, our very own subject matter experts bring you inside the world of Snapchat to show you how to take your direct response advertising to the next level. Each specialized Snap Connect certification uh, offers fresh insights. So you may want to check that out. If Snapchat is in your demographic, we're looking at younger folks. Obviously, Snap Connect currently offers three streams of certification, mobile gaming, if that's your particular niche, apps, and e-commerce. The courses cover all aspects of Snapchat's various uh, direct response ad offerings. So Snapchat, uh, you know, they're trying to educate folks, but to be fair, they're trying to make more money. So if you go through this Snap Connect, uh, you're probably going to walk away wanting to at least try an ad on Snapchat. Try to go viral. Sasha Baron Cohen's scathing tweet, this from independent.co.uk Twitter has marked at least a dozen tweets from uh, President uh, Trump's election. Um, and uh, let's see. Did I... I think I pulled the wrong thing on this one. Oops. I want to do this from memory. So, Sasha Baron Cohen basically tweeted that uh, if uh, one down, one to go. So, in response to President Trump losing the election, um, he was referring to Mark Zuckerberg as the next potential target. Now, Facebook gets a lot of crap um, from people. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen referred to it as a gigantic propaganda machine, and you can see it um, in that light. Um, as a private company, I stand by Facebook's um, ability to make decisions, um, but with the uh, new proposition that's being uh, passed, 
um, it may come to blows. It may come to the point where Facebook is simply um, no longer able to make some of the decisions they can make today. So we'll see where this goes. But by and large, let's not forget that Facebook is, in a, pretty, is a pretty incredible technological platform that has changed the world. Um, that being said, um, should they bear more responsibility for elections and things of that nature? The answer is probably yes. So Twitter labels 12 Trump tweets as misleading. So Twitter has marked at least a dozen tweets from President Trump, this according to foxnews.com, um, with a disclaimer warning that may contain misleading information. So this sort of uh, misleading information world labeling world that we find ourselves in isn't going anywhere it's clear to me that we're going to see a lot of this uh, moving forward which begs the question are these social media companies um, the best arbiters of truth and i think the uh, argument um, on the right is that they are not and on the left is that uh, it's just fine um, i think it's fair um, for private companies to put labels on information so the, the i guess the better question is should we have some sort of national ability for politicians to communicate with folks outside of a private enterprise and i think the short answer is that's not going to work no one's gonna no one's gonna go there if a government sort of run proliferation of information system uh were the uh were the norm i don't think anyone would use it um i think private companies are going to dominate this space just as uh newspapers have dominated the space for many many years and at the end of the day, I do think we're going to see a, uh, I guess you could argue a conservative social media platform. I think we, we will see one um, because you can argue that Facebook and uh, Twitter um, lean a bit to the left. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of folks on the right um, kind of established their own space. Um, but uh, it's not as if Facebook and Twitter um, are campaigning directly for a particular candidate. I'm reminded of Jack Dorsey um, being cross-examined, it felt like, uh, by uh, Senator Ted Cruz. And it just felt like Dorsey was like a tech customer service guy who was just explaining, like, look, this is the policy and this is how it worked. It didn't seem malevolent to me, um, but the end result um, was quite the scandal. So influencer marketing tips. Let's go through a few of these. This from entrepreneur.com. So clear key performance indicators. So if you're going to spend money hiring somebody to promote a product on their show, um, you may want to, I don't know, have a key performance indicator, according to the article, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, key performance indicators uh, could be shares. They could be number of views to your web page. They could be email signups. They could be products sold, just a million different things. Uh, synergy between your brand and your influencer partners. So... If you are an internet marketing company, I guess a good influencer for you might be um, like a, a chamber of commerce, like the president of a chamber of commerce might be good. Um, if they've got a decent following because they can say, hey, I've got this great company that does great advertising. The target market is obviously business owners. Um, an easier, more common example would be like Michael Jordan and shoes, you know, um, Nike and, and Jordan. Influencer credibility. Um, there are a lot of people that are faking it nowadays. They are basically buying likes on places like Fiverr um, and, uh, you know, trying to look more popular than they actually are. Uh, I think there is a deep-rooted psychological component to being a person, or many people, I should say, uh, where you simply want to appear bigger than you actually are. 
So this is true, obviously, when money is involved. Um, if a uh, business is looking to hire an influencer and uh, don't be completely fooled by um, number of followers, that's easy to manipulate, but also number of likes and shares, that's also easy to manipulate. Um, I think a lot of folks, when they see like a million followers and not a lot of shares, they go, okay, this is obviously garbage. But if they see a lot of followers, a lot of likes, a lot of engagement, a lot of sharing, they go, okay, well, this is legit. Um, you really have to take a look at the content itself and ask yourself, um, would a lot of people share this content? Um, and if you are feeling a little bit uh, suspicious about it, there may be good reason uh, because uh, a lot of folks are manipulating this information. Focus on cultivating a relationship and offer value upfront. So um, if you are going to have a good relationship with an influencer, you really do want to uh, be with them three months, six months, nine months down the line. Um, what you can actually end up doing is um, connecting your brand directly to that person's identity. Um, Nike and Michael Jordan is a good example. Uh, they just became sort of one and the same. Um, so pushing that relationship forward as time progresses, very important. Strike the right balance between guidance and creative freedom. So if you think you know what's best, that may not be a good long-term relationship. It's like any other relationship. There's a good give and take. Uh, yes, you are writing the check, but you also um, are never going to know as much about their audience as they do. Let them make some of those creative decisions. Corroborate that followers are real. This is obvious. Choose the right channel for your campaign. Um, Snapchat versus TikTok versus LinkedIn, et cetera. You probably, in a couple of Google searches, can get a pretty good sense of where you should be uh, fighting those battles battles and then evaluate engagement rates and then uh ending on a sad note today the incredible alex trebek um passed away on sunday um in the era of uh misinformation um having a show about the facts um running for as consecutively long as it did was pretty impressive um and so i've been watching jeopardy my whole life um i'm reminded of uh, when i was quite young um and it was always on in the background at my great aunt and uncle's house um, they were incredible folks. My great aunt Monica is actually where we got my daughter's name, Annika. So rest in peace, Alex Trebek. We appreciate you and uh, all that you did for us here on planet Earth. So 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're here every single Monday through Friday. Join us. Leave a comment in chat. Leave a comment below. Help us out with that Google algorithm. Get more popular. If you're listening to us on the podcast, hey, we really appreciate it. Thank you for downloading. Uh, tell a friend. Google more strict about index content. The basic takeaway is you've got to uh, create really long form content and uh, with tons of photos. It has to be an exhaustive resource, which is exhausting. Um, let's be clear about it. Um, it is more difficult than ever to get indexed in Google because everybody's creating 300 word articles or blog posts. Facebook ad issues. If you're experiencing them, you are not alone. Snapchat launches Snap Connect um, in an attempt to make more money, but you may want to check it out um, if you're interested in that demographic. Sasha Baron Cohen uh, going after not only Trump, but also Mark Zuckerberg. A lot of folks very unhappy with Facebook. Twitter labels 12 Trump tweets as misleading. Yeah, not surprising. And uh, influencer marketing tips. Basically, uh, try to establish a long-term uh, relationship with a legitimate influencer. And rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Um, leave us a comment. Email us at info at senderrising.com. We will feature your question on the show. Um, if it's a good one, you can give us a ring, 702-263-0141. And, of course, feel free to download that podcast. Listen to the show in your car 
that sort of stuff. All right. We will see all of you tomorrow for another exciting episode of Marketing as a Foreign Language. Goodbye.